We would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land. We respectfully acknowledge elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be. Welcome to Wine with Meg and Mel. We're here to help you navigate the world of wine. I'm Mel Gilchrist, joined by Master of Wine, Meg Brotman, and today we're welcoming someone else, Scotty. Yay! Welcome to the podcast, Scotty. Oh, thank you for having me. You might remember Scott, uh, back in season one, we had him on to talk about uh, cellar door etiquette, which I, I listened back to the other day. I thought it was a good episode. So you can listen back to hear a bit about Scott and his past, but this time we've got him in for something different. What are you going to do, Scott? I'm going to test you out today. Oh, I know. And it's a Friday morning after a big uh, late night for Mel and I. Yeah. Anyway, that's our excuses. Let's just bring our game. We got it. We got it. You can only just get it wrong and watch us burn. It'll be and fun. shatter. It'll, it, I, think I it, haven't been that mean to you. Okay. Well, uh, and I think the it shows that, like, okay. wine can be pretty intimidating. It might just show that, you know, we can still get it wrong too. Okay. <laughs> but, but we can yes. show our process. Yeah, I think that's probably the most important thing. We're going to write it down so that I can't cheat off Meg. Um, and Scott's going to ask me first. I said, just go, what, what if Meg wanted to cheat off me? And he just laughed and walked away. I was like, okay, it's that laughable. <laughs> he knows I'm not a cheater. <laughs> and that you clearly are. <laughs> You'll do anything. Watch, watch my thought process change. I'll be like, mm, it's like light, not much tannin. If Meg comes in and is like, there's a lot of tannin, I'll be like, yeah, that's yes. what I was saying. <laughs> okay, but first, Meg, uh, fun fact. Fun fact. Okay, so we know that you love the movie Sideways. I do, I love it. And there's always been this belief that Merlot sales plummeted as a result of the film Sideways. Um, did you know that Sideways was only released in four cinemas when it was first released? No. In the US? Ended up getting five Oscar nominations. Anyway, um, so a guy actually did a study in the US to see if Merlot had plummeted, which it had, but then he wondered if it was because of sideways or yeah. just coincidental. Yeah. So he tracked Chardonnay, which is never mentioned in the film no. at all, and Chardonnay pl- sales plummeted as well at the same time. So everything we talk about with the sideways effect with Merlot might not be true. No. Like it wasn't as a result of the movie. They think it's a result of the fact that everyone was sort of on the Merlot bandwagon and it was being planted in regions that Um, was producing fairly ordinary wines. Yeah, okay. Um, But it could have been that people shifted away from Merlot and Chardonnay Chardonnay to Pinot. And for me that kind of makes more sense rather than – so more people just started drinking Pinot, which they'd yeah, never heard of. true. And then apparently what happened was Pinot was then planted in regions that didn't really suit it as well. So they yeah. followed the Merlot model yeah. and undid Pinot. But- <laughs> so if there's like a trend in the next few years, like say towards Grenache or something, we can just claim it was all because of the podcast? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't even released in four cinemas, mate. <laughs> We certainly didn't get five Oscar nominations, although we were nominated for Best Podcast at we Wine were, Communicators we Australia. Yeah, it's, something, something. it's like the Oscars, isn't it? Yeah. Of course enough. But yeah. that said, we're not miserable like the cast of characters in that film. No, I'd like to think not. And Meg, what you been drinking? So I had, now I need to have a look at it because it's lots of German words. So I had a 2016 Kiedrich Grafenberg um, Riesling Ice Fine. Oh, cool. 7% alcohol. 
lusciously sweet, like yeah. just viscous in the glass and apricots because with ice vine, if people don't know, it's made from frozen grapes, but they don't have botrytis. So that it's a pure expression of Riesling. Um, and it was just absolutely amazing and delicious. Now, um, I'm going to give you an opportunity to put your science hat on. Mm-hmm. Tell us a bit more information about why ice wine is sweet. So what happens is the grapes are picked when the grapes are frozen. Um, it needs to be minus 9 degrees Celsius for at least nine hours. Oh. And then you bring it into the winery. The press is usually out. So the one time I made it, the press was actually outside. The water's frozen. In the That's co- the coolest part, that the water freezes. Yeah. And so what you're dripping out is, and it literally goes drop by drop by drop, is pure sugar. That's so cool. And it's... So when, like the water freezes and the sugar doesn't. Yeah. yeah. So when we um, made it, we picked a ton and we got 50 litres. <gasps> now, normally from a ton of grapes, you get 700 litres yeah. of juice. We got 50 litres and it took us 10 hours to press. We were yeah. doing it Christmas Eve and then we had to scoot off and um, wow. have Christmas Day. But it's it's an unbelievable process. It doesn't happen every year. Yeah. So this is obviously a German wine. Yeah. In Canada, they make it. Um, but they're allowed to mechanically freeze the grapes, so by refrigeration, if it doesn't ah, happen. I didn't know that. Only because Canada's smaller wine industry yeah. reliant on this, whereas Germany's making a yeah. whole heap of other stuff as well. Yeah. So the Canadians need backup. We, I made it well, once in Chile. But there's – what? Yeah, I know. By freezing it. Mm. Oh, that's fun. Mm. But, like, that also explains why it's so expensive. I think a lot of people don't realise why Absolutely. it's – Super, it's pretty pricey to get a good bottle, and to get pickers out, you know, at the, in the yeah. middle of the night. Oh, apparently, it's the worst thing ever. Have you ever picked it? I was there that night, but we were in the winery drinking a lot oh, of riesling. Must be nice. Yes, fancy well, wine make It was freezing. It was cozy. in the Rheingau in at <laughs> Georg Brewer. It was freezing and snowing, and yeah, it was it was an amazing experience. Yeah, I've heard harvesting. Ice oh, awful! It's like the worst thing you can do. I mean, you'd end up with frostbite because yeah. the other thing is when you're picking, it's nighttime. They must f- they floodlit the what the vineyard when we were doing it. Yeah, but I didn't notice if they had gloves. But you know, when you you got snips, you've yeah. got a, your hands don't work as well with no. gloves on. All right, let's get this over with. Let's get into it. Um, how are we going to do this, Scott? What do you reckon? One of the rules of the game. Yeah, the rules. So you've got the four glasses in front of you. Left to right, you've got your your lightest white to a heavy red. And then I want to see what you think variety is, region, <gasps> age, and a rough estimate on price. All right. See what you think they are. Jesus, this is some real <laughs> NW stuff. This is like a pleb like me should not be doing this, but I'm into it. I'm excited. No, but we're, just we're judge the wine though. in the glass. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So wine one. Let's do it. Okay, I'm done. Are we both done? All good. Done. All right. Can we have cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it's ten o'clock it's in the so, morning. <laughs> I know it's so. The first one's so, just so. Get your juices going. It is. 
That's why I chose it. Mm, well okay. done. I eased you into this one with wine, number yeah, one. Yeah, you did. I well, like it. My dentist isn't going to be too happy. <laughs> Should I go? All right, Mel, you're okay. up first. So I'm going to talk through what I smelled. So firstly, I smelled lemon, lime, and minerality. And then I tasted it. Got this like wicked acid, high acid. Really cool. I love that. Same characters as what was on the nose. A real like lime juicy, definitely dry, almost like a little bit fizzant. Um, and then I just wrote in capitals, I love it. So my verdict. Good tasting note. Oh, do you it? want me to tell you what I okay. saw? Okay. Yeah, yep, you go. Yep, go Meg. So my first hint as to age was the very pale colour. Mm. It is almost what we call water white, and there's a lemon green tinge to it as well. I too, I got white florals, lime juice, lime cordial, um, pretty aromatic nose, minerality mm. as well, high acidity, and a lightish body. Yeah. So they were all pointing us towards say it together. Snap. <gasps> Riesling. Where were you? I said Eden Valley, and the reason I said that was because I got more lime than floral, and I think Claire tends to be a bit more floral. Ah, see, I'm the opposite. Oh, really? I always... Um, Controversy. I always <laughs> think that Claire is more lime juice cordial. Oh. Whereas Eden, for me, tends to be more floral, but, you know... <gasps> Um, age, I just said young, like less than two years old sort of thing. I had tw- 21 because I got some sulfur dioxide on it. So it's a new bottling. That, that wow. I went, <gasps> I'm hypersensitive to. And my price range, I said 17 to 20. I said 20. Ooh, this is good. Did we? Ah, uh, 21, Meg. 21. 21. That's so it's Claire. a 21-part Claire Valley yeah. Riesling. Bloody delicious. One yeah, of my favourite awesome. reasons. Price? So good. And price? $22 at Dan Murphy's. Really, really. I delicious. love Pike's wine. Yeah, I love One that. of my favourite Rieslings. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely delicious. So I started you off nice and easy. Edged yeah, you was, into thank this you. tasting. Thank you for Uh-oh. that. I'm just going to pour myself a glass here. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was a bit concerned that Scott was sitting here, like, and then I realised he can't obviously pull the wine out and... For a glass. <laughs> but, yeah, well done. Right, that was fun. That was that was good. You did very well. I'm impressed. Okay, second wine. Um, wine number two. This one might be a little bit trickier. This is going to test Mel out. That's, this is tough. You've both got a real look of uh, stumped on your faces. I'm just concentrating very hard. Mel always looks confused. <laughs> I just spat out my wine. <laughs> Rude. I get sassy when I haven't had much sleep. <laughs> I'm confused. Oh, very interesting notes we've got going on here. You're enjoying this so much, aren't you? He is. Way more than you can imagine. He's like he's like tightening the screws, I think, as we move up the wines. He's got us on the rack. Oh, my back does need to be stretched. Mmm. <laughs> but the, mm. Okay. Are you ready, Meg? I am ready. Alright. Wicked colour. Like we knew going into this, this is probably an aged wine because it yes. is golden and beautiful. But you think it's going to be sweet? 
You did. Don't you think when I looked at it, I thought, oh, yeah, it's going to be sweet. Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah. Only because I think Scott would choose a sweet wine, though. I'm, I've got my psychology on as well. Oh, <laughs> you could be second guessing yourself. He could be a little bit bitchy and do something really tricky for you. That doesn't so. sound like me at all. <laughs> Don't trust him. But it's not sweet. No, it's not sweet. But it has a sweet spot. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's freaking beautiful. Let's from the offset say that this is a stunning wine. Um, Needs foie gras. (laughs) You would, Meg. (laughs) Jesus. Um, The the smell, I could smell it forever. Oh, my God. I love that smell. It is like kerosene. And I wrote popcorn kernel, buttered toast, that yummy. There's like a little bit of citrus going on, but for me it's really those like tertiary aged characters on the nose. On the palate, um, I've written super interesting. All the flavours. That'll help you identify it. Okay, wow, this is the common man wants okay, to know sorry. that it's super, super interesting. interesting. Why is it super interesting? Um, I found it really complex, lots of tertiary aromas, so that aroma or characters that are telling me that it's aged. And they're all consistent, everything I picked up, like that marmalade and everything, it's consistent with Riesling. However, the acid didn't tightly go through on my palate like I would expect a Riesling to, which is what made me confused. So then I was like, is it made Chardonnay? But I don't think it is because I'm not getting anything Same. with I, oak. I thought Chardonnay because that toast potentially toast. could be oak. Yeah. Um, anyway, I landed on Semillon. And that is because Semillon ages really beautifully. Um, it gets all these lovely characters that I love to taste in an aged white. But maybe the acid isn't quite as strong as a Riesling. And so I've landed there. And just because I've said Semillon, I've said the most likely region, which is Hunter Valley. Um, age, I've said 10 to 15 years. And I reckon um, probably 50 bucks worth. My Padawan, you've trained well. <laughs> I so two things. Yeah. Hunt, I, I too think it's a Hunter Valley Semillon. Um, Hunt, I want you to do the dribble test on this. Okay. Because Hunter Valley Semillon is usually picked. Keep your mouth shut. You'll dribble. So you're supposed to give it open. No. What? Well, I you, definitely got a lot of acid there. Yeah. Hunter Valley Semillon is usually picked around 10 and a half, 11, so it's quite acidic. And the reason they do that, well, I do love people in Hunter, is it rains during vintage, so they just mm. kind of want to get it off. Yeah. Um, so I thought it had 10 years of age on it, and I kind of said, like you, I said 40, but yeah, could be up to 50. Um, it's delightful the only thing that worries me is i don't know that the alcohol is as low as i think it is because i feel yeah. like it's got a burn which made me think maybe it's barossa oh. but the acid's not barossan i don't know when you, you when you said that about like meg was when oh alcohol and then i went oh yeah alcohol and i did the same thing and i went back and went the alcohol does seem too high for hunter so I second guess myself, but I, I stuck in my guns. Oh my god, tell me, I want to know. What about age? We what are we thinking? We for said age? ten to fifteen. Okay. Oh, well, and price? I, I said forty, and Mel said, said fifty. Ooh, too low. No, I'm not saying anything yet until I reveal the bottle. Oh my god, it is oh a Chardonnay. <laughs> so it's a Scotchman's Hill Sutton Vineyard from the Ballerine Peninsula Chardonnay from 2008. Warm year too. What's the alcohol on it? 
13% alcohol. Where did you get this? This is my, one of my personal <gasps> favourites. I've pulled this out of the cellar. Oh, my God. Go. Are we paying you for that? Of course you will now. Yeah. <laughs> what? How long ago was How many years ago was 2008? 14? 14 years 14 old. 14 years. Oh, nice. It's well within my 10 to 15 at least. Yes. That's awesome. It's a that really interesting, stunning wine. Interesting. See, that Meg? interesting. Um, that's bloody beautiful. And to say, you were mentioning you didn't really see a lot of oak. This spends 15 months in oak on lease. Is that why you just sat there and did a quick Google? But that's I had to double check my facts. That's the, the the why with the tertiary you've got the I said the toast could be oak. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's all melded into this kind of new gary buttered honey toast. Trumpet. I think that's why we couldn't tell it. It is so well integrated, and this is a beautiful thing about age wine. Like that oak is so yeah. well integrated into the wine that you don't even realise. Just having another slip. <laughs> like still ten a.m. We're topping up our glasses. But you don't even realise that the oak, often oak, for me at least, in a young wine, it can sit on top of the wine almost. I'm amazed that from Warmish area, mm-hmm. um, Scotchman's Hill, mm-hmm. I don't know this particular Where vineyard. Where is it? Bellarine Peninsula. So Geelong Way. Oh, Geelong. Geelong, yeah. yeah. On really poor, thirsty, thirsty soils down there. Um, 2008, we were still in the drought. We were at the in the eighth year of a 10-year drought. Mm-hmm. This should not be that pristine. That acid line is phenomenal. But it explains the acid for me because I was like, it's not Riesling acid. It's semi-acid, but the alcohol, that's the one thing that I'm like, Ooh. yeah. Well done. That tricky. is. Tricky one for you. And one of the nicest very, things Very, very kind of time. you to bring out your... Oh this is the little wild, the wild card for the day. I thought this was oh. going to throw you up, and I was right. I should have used my psychology. Of course, he's brought in a Chardonnay. He is like the king of Chardonnay. Oh, really? Scott so, loves. You, I don't know. Um, I don't know Scott so well. That was great. Oh yeah. So Meg, before we talk about price, I put down fifty dollars, but. Um, Aged wines, if you buy them aged, they often they can be double or triple the price mm. because the winery has gone to all the effort of salaring them for you. Mm. So my question is, because we're guessing the age of an aged wine, should we be guessing what it would be priced at now or should we be guessing... Of course, what we will right. have to pay Scott to for that, <laughs> that wine. And so my guess, as I said earlier, you, we tend to price in categories because I'm thinking Hunter yeah. Semillon, yeah, it's probably about 40 to 50. Um, so you you age it what it would be now and not what it was bought for. No, because I don't know what the pricing was like in two thousand eight. Yeah, I just like moved what back would, from Chile. What would the equivalent be selling for now? Like, yeah, yeah. maybe forty five. Yeah, I think I paid fifty five for yeah. it. So because yeah, they are small producers, well, they were small yeah. producers. I've, I've had it in the wine fridge for oh, about four years now. So oh, oh, so, so you, you bought it with a bit of age on it. Age. Yeah. So yeah. I'm guessing it'd be eighty. The thing is, you can't get it, so I, I don't know how available it is. Yeah. Um, so you definitely 80? add fair bit of fair chunk. When you buy a museum, that's bloody delightful, Scott. Thanks for bringing that in. <laughs> no worries. Do you know what the current price is on the current market? No. We- I had a look and couldn't see any for sale. Mm, that's so a problem. Hard, so there's yeah. probably none out there. Probably not a lot around. Which tonight. probably means it's worth more. <laughs> yeah. If someone so, wants it, that's yeah. the thing. It's like 
like a diamond. If you've got any, Where? put it on Langtons. <laughs> yeah, Langtons is so always. So we can all good buy it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, Grays is always good for some leftovers. Yeah. Grays is good for Riesling. Oh, anyway, really? Let's not do a big ad for Grays. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Let's next one. Okay. All right, wine number three. This one I'm really excited about for Mel to try. Ooh. Was that a hint? It is a hint. It's one of her favourite varieties. Mm. All right. Okay, let's do it. I don't know. I'm, 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 How are we going? Are, I'm we, are we ready? I'm myself now. Okay. Wine number three. Mel, far away. Okay, I've written cherry exclamation mark. Candied question mark. <laughs> Slightly medicinal. Slight spice. Medicinal. Medicinal. So like by the bull that my son used to say by the bull. Lack of <laughs> lack of sleep and a morning tasting is medicinal. really clearly medicinal. Slightly medicinal. Slight spice. Finishes short, um, lacking structure and acid. A whole bunch question mark, but I like the talent. I I didn't get. Um, how do I say it? The structure in my mouth, like I didn't get like a lovely acid, and I really I find with say like a nice Pinot from a cool climate, you get that really nice acid that kind of helps structure the rest of it. What are, they're passing notes now. No, no. Okay, okay. Anyway, this is my... So because of all that, I have said... I think it's a gamay. Um, I think that slightly medicinal candy thing is what made me think gamay. Brambly, bunchy, stemmy. It's, it's bunchy. something that's had some carbonic maceration. Yes. And the t- furry tannins. I like the tannins. Uh, I think indicative of that as well. Yeah, I went gamay too, but not, but somewhere warm. I've got an. I, I said don't know the whether I've got indigestion. Yeah, but I've got a warm alcohol burn from yeah that wine. Um, it doesn't have the and acid there's some of a cool climate. greenness in mm. there. So, where is gamay? Maybe Yarra Valley gamay. That's not warm. Can be. I said McLaren Vale. McLaren Vale gamay. Yeah. They're doing random stuff up there. They're, they're so experimental. So th- that was my question, Grenache. Yeah, so maybe Grenache. Whole bunch Ooh. Grenache? Weird, no. but... Gamma, where, where could it be from if it's a, if it's not Beaujolais? Okay, what about... Um, so we'll it, just pick it, any one. It could be more north. It could be more north in Victoria. Well, then I started going, so we can Montepulciano go de Bruzzo? Oh. Ooh. But the I colour's too dark. No, it's not... Too, too light. It's not like um, like meaty or savoury enough to be Italian, surely. I don't know. It's pretty, maybe it is Beaujolais. It's pretty simple. Oh my god, maybe it is Beaujolais. Oh my god, it could be Beaujolais. Yeah, Beaujolais, yeah, yeah. not even village, just like entry level Beaujolais. Entry level Beaujolais. Um, I've said young. You should see Cat Scott. Cat Scott. He looks Scott like enjoying this the cat so that swallowed much. the cream. Honestly, he's like the dastardly <laughs> mastermind. This is the guy that comes in and says, "Like, have you done Wordle today?" And if I'm like, "No," he starts giving me hints. He can't. Do you help do himself. Wordle? Yeah, yeah we both do Wordle. Do? Oh, I do. Yeah, wordle. we do Wordle yeah. and Waffle. We do Waffle. What's Waffle? Oh, Waffle's really good. It's so good. It's like Wordle. It's like you fill out a crossword almost. Luca does one with um, countries of the world. They show you the shape. Oh, 
and it's called World All. Oh, uh, <laughs> pause. Holly! Holly! Welcome back from holidays! Uh, gorgeous person. All right, let's do this. Um, I, after seeing all that, we just took a quick pause and Meg had a little sip and then furiously started scribbling again. So, Meg, what was that about? Just putting this out. Cherry. Fairy tannins. Kind of raspy acidity. Warmish alcohol. Valpolicella. That's a good guess. That's a good deduction. Yeah. Interesting. But I finished it now, so I don't know. <laughs> um, anyway. Oh, okay. Scott, just tell us. What okay. is it? Okay. Game A. Diploma student the other day said to me, I thought this wine was Dino Mavro because of the bramble fruit. Oh my god, you just said fruit. bramble. And I've got bramble and red fruit. Oh my god, I'm sad that I didn't like it more. Like, I freaking love Dino Mavro. No, it's because we need cheese. And it's from your favourite region, and too. It is. Is this the Nalsa? Nalsa. 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 Yes. <laughs> Stop, I'm going to cry. It's a 2020, so it is no, young. I hate doing it. There you go. So we were right off. I did such an underwhelming tannins. tasting note. Let's have a look at the, the tannin structure because that's what it it is. Because Zinomavro tends to have nebby olive um, tannins. So Zinomavro, um, for anyone who it's been a while, <laughs> um, yeah. go back and listen to our episode on Greece. This is a Greek wine. It's spelled X-I-N-O. M A V R O, so Zinu Mavro. I think Mavro is red. Oh my god, it's bitter. So Why do I like it more now that I know it's Zinu Mavro? That's weird, isn't it? It's like. And after the fact, we went to a Zinu Mavro dinner we together. Went to a dinner last, last week. week. We okay, tasted so my, six of them together. I can't. And this is where you should trust your taste palates. My tasting notes says bunchy stems, bramble red fruit, chalky drying tannin, great acidity. Ooh. Moderate alcohol, very fairy tannins. And then I've questioned alcohol for Gamay. Well, it's 13.5% cool. alcohol. But we need a big chunk of lamb mm. or some cheese. I'm, I keep pushing for the cheese here. I feel like I'm getting I'm a really, sore I'm really sad. <laughs> Would you, how much is that? This is not. Oh, that's mm. not cheap, that one. Mm. It's a thirty something. It's thirty dollars. Yeah. yeah. Jesus, I would have thought it'd be more. That is so. Oh. And this is Dan's as well. Dan's as well. Yeah. What dance did you go to? Just out of interest. Uh, Chenside Park. Yeah. This is what I find so amazing in what is suburban Australia. Scott can go on any random Wednesday. Yeah. And get a Zina Mavro. Yeah. And. You know, a beautiful reasoning, and God only knows what the last one is because we're in trouble now. Okay. He's brought I, out the big guns. Oh, I, I think I this one. No, 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 don't tell me anything because your hint 
last time is what threw me because oh, she's oh. blaming you now instead of instead of passing just the blame like, instead of being like just whatever's in the glass i was sitting here going "Ooh, what do i like what does scott think i would like and i was like well meg doesn't like gummy and i like gummy so maybe it's gummy and then i was like yeah this is consistent with gummy and then i talked myself into thinking it was gummy so don't tell me anything about this last one all right nothing <laughs> wine number four let's go it's red for the people at home listening at home Oh, gold star there for Meg. I know. <laughs> One point, Meg. <laughs> I'm having so much fun. <laughs> I can't wait till we do this again. Yeah. I, can, I think we need to make this a. <laughs> yeah, we'll pull we out some more we, stuff. Scott should have something on Instagram where they send him oh, ideas. Yes. That he can. Yeah, so we need good. to bring Scott in. Like, so you can send Scott either ideas or wine. Yeah. Scott the sucker. <laughs> on the on the so then we they can tell you what yes. you should be doing. Yes, that's a good idea. And if they're feeling really generous, they can send the wine. Do you like how much crazier my tasting notes have gotten from the first one <laughs> to the last one? The first one was so sequential and. It's so mapped Mad, out. Like yeah. It made so much sense. And this one's just arrows and random thought bubbles just thrown on in the page. It's like when you're in high school taking notes and you start out all nice and neat at the start of the year. Yeah. <laughs> the end of the year, it's like scribbles. <laughs> yeah. Are you confident, yeah. Meg? Are you confident? I'll go first this time. Oh, please do. I've got um, the first thing I smell, uh, the deep garnet. So yes. the garnet's either tells me I'm in a certain certain varieties or I've got a bit of age, but until I know I've smelt it. So on the nose I had... And sorry, wait, if we can return to this, um, you had a conversation with someone the other day about garnet versus ruby, and most ones are going to be ruby, right? So yep. what? So garnet, if you hold the wine on its edge and you look at the back of the glass, mm-hmm. um, so point it away from you, the rim, if it's kind of red or pink or purple, it's more on that ruby spectrum. This has this slightly terracotta yeah, bricking old, you know, Australian red brick home kind of characteristic. So that suggests to me either grape variety yep. or H. So what grape varieties would fall into garnet? So one of the colours – one of the wines, great varieties that has this is Cabernet, but there's a lot of Italian varieties. But one thing with Cabernet is it tends to bubble when you swirl the glass versus Shiraz. Why? I don't know. Shout out to Nora Robinson, MW, who taught me that. It just tends to see because mine's got like bubbles on the edges. Yeah, I see that, but like there has to be a reason. I don't know. That's a cool fact though. Yeah. Top tip from Norrell or Norrell as we used to call him, the Flying Scotsman. And then on the nose, brambly black fruits, black currant bay leaf, blue brie. So I'm thinking Kevin and a bit of tobacco, mm-hmm. fresh tobacco pouch, mm-hmm. which many of you probably have never smelt, but my dad used to smoke a pipe and I used to love his, I can't remember what it was called, but opening up and smelling it. Because I have blueberry in there, I'm thinking cool climate because I only ever really see blueberry in a coolish climate. So I was thinking Coonawarra, Yarra Valley because the tannins are firmer mm. and the alcohol's quite warm. I ended up on the Yarra 
Um, yeah. Just because Kunawara tends, for me, I tend to see some eucalyptus. So that's where oh, I Oh, that's funny because <laughs> the very first thing I wrote down was eucalyptus. Oh, okay. So I don't smell that. I wrote Ooh. eucalyptus, mint, blackberry, blackcurrant. Oh, look, I wrote blackcurrant twice. Um, <laughs> and from where I've written eucalyptus, I've actually drawn an arrow and written Kunawara because I smell eucalyptus, so I drew a straight it's line. So at least we're agreed that yes. eucalyptus is yes. Kunawara. Yes. Um, I got a little bit of like that mako cacao on the – Finish, but that's normally just like oak, American oak type thing. Um, age, I was like maybe like six years, and I reckon it's pretty good. First I said 25, then I said 50, and now I think I'm going to settle somewhere in the middle. I reckon it's like 30. <laughs> I reckon it's around the 45-ish mark. Mm. I think it's from a cooler year Ooh. in the era. What's your I said age? 17. Okay. Because I reckon there's some age on there, but it's a beautifully put together wine. I loved it. What is that? Oh, are we ready? So we've said about the same for age. <gasps> McLaren Vale. No way. What year? It is a 2012 McLaren Vale Cabernet. 12? That is amazing. I know. What's the alcohol on it? Uh, you need glasses, mate. 14, 14%. Yeah. So, Rainella. Beautifully. Basket pressed. So, Rainella, big producer, 10 year old McLaren Vale Cabernet. Colour. Colour is phenomenal. But it's really brambly. Oh, I have to get back. That's beautiful. That smells like Yarra Valley Cabernet. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm mad that I didn't. Go a warmer climate. Oh, so oh, you just said I smell eucalyptus and therefore know, it is in Kunawara. But it's like I, I thought I smelled eucalyptus and I went Kunawara. Like I wrote down eucalyptus Kunawara so quickly just off smelling it. But now going back, I'm like, oh, I get it. I get how it's warm climate. <laughs> well, no, the thing is I've said Yarra Valley cool region and cool year in a cool region. So I've gone, mm. yeah. I've gone cool, cool. Because my note is all coolness. No? I don't get the eucalyptus. What are you smelling, Val? What are you smelling, Scott? How can you not? It is so... No. 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 Sorry, Val. Are you serious? I feel like I I'm getting like like your, your blackberry, your bramble, even a little hint of that slight stewed plumish note. The first thing I smell is eucalyptus. Let's go. I need a third party. Where's Holly? I need a fourth party. Do, is it more mothball-y? Than eucalyptus, I get like a, yeah, like yeah. a dusty character, not a like it's dusty. a not like that Do you eucalyptus. Get mint, then? No. I don't get mint. Are you serious? I get that so strongly. I knew Cabernet straight away because I was like, oh, it's mint Cabernet, eucalyptus, but it's like brambly. Yeah, black like it, you get more of those like darker fruits and you sort it's of still on the stem stewed. kind of thing. It's like yeah. you're in a blackberry patch. It's not. It's the thing is with McLaren Vale, I would expect that to be much more of a cooked fruit. Profile, yeah, twenty twelve. Mm. Like Don't the, know. The structure it, and it's interesting. Too. Neither of us got any tertiary characters, considering I had tobacco. It's Ten years old. Oh, you did. Well, there you go. Yeah. What's it worth? Uh, Fifty four. Oh yeah. 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 Checks so out. we're in ballpark. Yeah. Well, what made you pick this? 
Well, I had to choose a Cabernet because I do love Cabernet, but this one was just a little bit different. I haven't had a lot of McLaren Vale Cabernets. It's generally Yarra Valley or Coonawarra. Yeah. So I tend this, to dismiss yeah. Yarra, uh, McLaren Vale Cabernets because they're too jammy, and that is not jammy. Jammy, no. It's, at all. It's a real surprise, this one. And it's... For all of us. We're all getting different and ha- things. Um, fitty? Fitty? 54. 54, yeah. Nice one. Needs cheese. Keep pushing. I can't... We're going to go get Meg some cheese now. <laughs> oh, we're going to try it with cheese. I don't know. I just want to go back to that Chardonnay. Can we just oh, Zino, that? Oh, the Zinno Mavro? Oh, the Zinno Mavro, those two. So we got one out of four. <laughs> Completely correct. We got yes. close. Our tasting notes were close, at least. And this is the thing: at the end of the day, it is whether or not you find it delicious. Yeah. Um, if you are doing this to identify the wine as a party trick, then park your prejudice. Well, park your thinking. Yeah. Because you were thinking, oh, "Scott knows me," blah blah blah. And if yes. we actually go back and read our notes. They would point to not that McLaren Vale. Never, yeah. I would never have got that in McLaren Vale. In fact, yeah. McLaren Vale is not even on my radar for Cabernet. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, the Chardonnay, alcohol. See. Yep, tricked you. Yep, we should have known. Yeah, as soon as we known. knew it was over ten, eleven, yeah. we should have gone. Nah, it's got to be Chardonnay. Yeah. But well done. Yeah, Thank you. That was fun. It's been a sneaky day. I started you off so nice and easy. You got everything right and then boom. It's been a sneaky day. <laughs> I just right. need to have a nap now. Oh, oh don't we all? Yep. Get some cheese. <laughs> all right. Well, that's enough for us for this week. Right. That is really good Cabernet. <laughs> the surprise on Meg's face. She's keen. Uh, no, I would Meg's buy that and lay that down. It's Even a 2012. Yeah. It's yeah. still got loads of primary fruit. It's Yarra Valley-esque. Yeah, it's good. Okay, so we're, we'll make sure that we um, put down what all these wines are in the show notes. Mm. Um, but lastly, I have to remember, um, we got a message from Kasha you know, the one that I've been calling Cassia, she was like, it's pronounced Kasha. So I've been saying it wrong this whole How's time. How's it spelled? Um, it S K A S K A S Kasha. Mel's just a little bit thick. Yeah, apparently. Oh, I didn't sleep much last night. No, we are tired. Anyway. And it's Friday. She has asked a question that's been bugging me. When Mel says she lacks an elegant Pinot, what does that mean? Timely question because last night we sat in on a lot, a few winemakers talking about elegant wines, and I was just like, because I kept asking questions, I didn't want to interrupt. What the hell is elegant? Okay, I'll answer from my perspective. Yep. Elegant for me, and I really associate it with cool climate regions, there's a couple of things in it. One is it's balanced and seamless. So it's elegant. So think of like a ballet dancer versus a hip hop dancer. Okay. A hip hop dancer is all like um, jarring, jarring, yeah. and they got elbows, and so you might I'm be doing some hip hop cool. now. Like, yeah, I wish this was on video. <laughs> I'll do ballet now. You know, you might have like some like thick, big tannin, or you might have like a super rich yeah. flavor, just like pumping in there, and there's different things happening. It's crazy. It's fun. It's awesome. But a ballet it's dancer, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, a ballet dancer is like beautiful and lovely and seamless. I cannot stand the sound of their blah, blah, blah. feet on the. Really? Stage, that's why oh, I don't I go to the ballet. Beautiful. <laughs> the music's beautiful, and then he hears. 
and it just does my head in. Such random things I know, right? with you, Meg. <laughs> but you just never know. That's what it's like for me. So I think there's two things. Oh One course. is not having too much flavour in your face, having a small amount of flavour that carries out in a progression and lightly and lovely rather than like I've had some pinots before that are from warmer climates mm. that have big tannin or like big flavor and they kind of punch you in the face with it. But I like it when there's still flavor, but it's like a progression of flavor or it's kind of complex flavor. It has depth rather than just all punch you in the face at once. I liken it to when you put together an outfit and it just works. Yes. Nothing stands out. That's how I explain it too. Um, that Ronella Cabernet should not be elegant. There actually is elegance about it. It's yeah. the only thing that stands out is the alcohol. So maybe the earrings are a bit off, but it's just it. Everything, as Mel said, flows together. It's seamless. It's precise, and it's 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 not beating you in any one direction. Yeah. So that's kind of my thing with elegance. It is a nebulous term. And yeah. we use it all the time. We all nod like we know what it means. But That's it a good is, question. It's good to Yeah. It's putting that. together your outfit so that it looks perfect, like <laughs> I did last night. <laughs> <laughs> Always humble, Meg Brotman. Next it's time for a nap. It is time for a nap. Next week we're going to be doing Italian wines. We've had some requests, so it is time to go to Italy. I think we're going to start in the north and slowly north. move our way down. It's too big. There's so many regions that we don't want to do them a disservice by doing it as an entire country. Yeah, it's like saying Australia. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So look out for that next week. And until then, enjoy your next glass of wine. And drink well. We would like to thank Rob Dolan Wines for sponsoring this podcast and they have kindly made available an offer for our listeners. That's it. So Rob Dolan Wines is based only about 30 minutes from Melbourne. So if you're in Victoria, it's pretty easy to get out to our end at South. If you tell the tasting staff at the cellar door that you listen to the podcast, what they're going to do is give you a sneaky taste of all the other things that aren't on the standard tasting menu uh, that you might have heard about while you're listening. And hopefully it's all Cabernet. Oh, go the Cabernet. Cabernet. Go the Cabernet. Drink the Cabernet. Oh, don't be ridiculous. Drink the Marsat. No, Cabernet. <laughs> if you aren't based quite as close, we still have something for you. There is a free shipping uh, code. It is just podcast. If you put podcast into your checkout, then you'll get free shipping. So you can taste some of the things that we rave about on this podcast. Go the Cabernet. <laughs> <laughs>